Hey, welcome to the Fat Stacks Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic, which is a really cool high-tech platform I use for my niche sites for split testing ad performance and speeding up my niche sites. So today I want to talk about whether you should claim and set up a Google My Business page for just a niche site. This has been talked about in various SEO circles over the years, and at first glance, when I heard about it, I thought, well, that's, that's not a terrible idea. After all, I, I am located in a, in a particular city, and it's a business, and I could get listings, and maybe that would be a good traffic driver. More importantly, the discussion also ventured into whether it would enhance the trust of your site in the eyes of Google algorithm, in that you're claiming to have this business, and it has an address, and it's all legit, but really, it's just online. And so I was thinking about this, and the more I thought about it, the idea appealed to me less and less. I, I just, I, I guess I, what I did is I, I put my myself in the shoes of somebody who's looking for a local business, and it just doesn't seem that like a niche site would be a good fit. Now, let, let me back up and explain what, what I mean by niche site. I'm not talking about like a local-oriented uh, site or anything like that. What I'm talking about is a general informational content site that serves any market, really, globally, just an informational site on, let's say, mountain bikes, right? You write mountain bike reviews and so on and so forth. You don't sell them. You don't sell parts. You simply just write about mountain bikes and the industry in general. That would be a niche site that would uh, serve an audience pretty much anywhere in the world. So let's, let's step through a scenario that I think could actually happen if a niche site owner decided to set up a Google My Business page. And let, let's, let's, let's use the example of a mountain bike review site, okay? Uh, so let, let's say uh, a guy owns a mountain bike review site and sets up a Google My Business page. It's, it, the address is real. It's, it's his address. It's his house. Nothing's made up in the page, but it's just basically states that it's it's uh, like maybe a media or publishing category, something like that, all right? And it has a lot of reviews, and so people searching for mountain bikes or even mountain bike reviews in the area, the page will come up, and then they'll go to the page, and they'll go to the website. And I think what can happen is uh, visitors to the site, they'll, they'll see all this information about mountain bikes, and it may be very, very good information. And so without really maybe checking any further, they're going to assume that this site and at this address that it's a mountain bike store, and it sells all sorts of gear mountain bikes. So visitor visitor Sally jumps in the car and drives over to the address. It turns out it's some house on a street and goes to the door and knocks and Sally says, hey, I'm, I'm here to uh, check out your mountain bikes for sale. And, and uh, the, the publisher is a little confused and like, sorry, we don't, we don't sell any bikes or sell anything, really. Uh, you must be referring to my mountain bike review site. Yeah, that I, we don't sell anything. That's just an informational site. Okay, Sally thanks, thanks the guy and heads on her way and goes to look for a real site. So you can see how this confusion could could result by setting up a Google My Business page. Now, you know, obviously there's going to be exceptions, but I think generally speaking, the spirit of a Google My Business page is that if you're going to claim a business in a particular location or region, that it's, it's going to offer something for people who are searching for those services or those products. And, and if your niche site doesn't offer those, then 
in my view, it doesn't make any sense to claim a Google My Business page. Now, it maybe maybe there is some credibility to this idea that it that it adds uh, a certain amount of trust to your to your site, just because you're you're staking your claim and you're putting your address on there and you're connecting it with your site and you're essentially registering your your business with Google. Now, I can understand how, on the face of it, that that makes sense. But I think, really, from a user perspective, the spirit of the whole local business directory that Google has created with the Google My Business pages, it just doesn't really fit. And I, I don't know if Google would ultimately like issue a search penalty on a site doing this because, I mean, it's it's not that terribly egregious, but I, I just don't think it's a good fit. And, and you never really want to undermine what Google might do. Maybe they're going to take a really hard stance on, on this and they're going to look at this and, and say, whoa, this person's trying to game the Google algorithm by claiming a page and they're going to hammer down. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Google would do about that. I don't know how seriously they would take that. Uh, maybe they give you the benefit of the doubt, but the the point is, is it doesn't really fall in the spirit of the whole thing. So in my view, it's not really a good fit. So I, I reached out to a few other people in the industry, just more in the the niche website and the blogging industry, and I asked them. And pretty much everybody I reached out to had the same view that I did. Now there are other people who have the opposite view, and at the end of the day, you have to make make the decision here. Uh, so like for instance, I reached out to Tyler Bishop who's a marketing chief over at Ezoic, and he, he didn't view it as a good idea for just your general niche sites. Uh, neither did Spencer Hawes, and neither did Doug Cunnington uh, over at Niche Site Project. Spencer Hawes is uh, the publisher at Niche Pursuits. You've probably heard of all these guys. Uh, well-known in the industry, and they all view it the same way I do. Now, again, that doesn't mean that uh, there is no merit to this. I don't know. This is just my view. These are the views of some other people, and there's certainly other people who might view it as uh, a good idea. I don't know. I haven't tested it. I'm, I don't plan to test it. I, I'm usually pretty pretty game for testing a lot of things when it comes to my niche sites, but generally, if I, if I just get a sense it just doesn't make sense, I'm just not going to bother. It's a fair amount of work setting up a Google My Business page these days. You got to claim the whole thing. You got to dress it up with all the images and all that. And then, I believe uh, it's been a while since I've done any local marketing, but I believe you have to get a postcard mailed to you uh, that gives you some verification code from Google, and you have to enter it in there. And there's a whole process to this, so it's it's not like a, a super simple process either. So now, let's. Are there any exceptions to this? Would there be a situation where a niche site or or a blogger would? Uh, legitimately set up a Google My Business page. And I think th- I think there are, right? There, there's always exceptions. And I think like a good example would be let's let's say you're a niche niche blogger and you blog about model trains and it's a hobby and you build them and you and you like to write about them. You review different trains and so on. And but but it also turns out that you decide to add a little bit of a, a retail store selling maybe used model trains or new ones on your site or parts or accessories for the towns and so forth. And so now you're actually selling something off your site. Now, I don't think there's any harm at all in registering a Google My Business page. Clearly, you're probably, if you're selling online, you're selling to the world, or at least North America, if you're established in North America. But I don't think it's it's a bad idea 
if you are going to sell that you could sell locally. Now, I think it would be a good idea to make it clear on your website that you don't have a storefront. Now, if you do, then, then great. Tell everyone, I got a storefront, come on in. But if you don't, if you're just a pure blogger and you're working at your house and you just sell digitally and ship it out from your house, you want to make it clear on your site that, hey, we're, we're not a store. We just simply, your only options are to order online from our site. Just because you don't want people driving your house, it's a waste of their time and a waste of uh, your time for sure. So uh, make that clear. But I, I don't think that that would be a stretch for claiming a Google My Business page uh, because, after all, I, I order stuff from stores locally a lot. There's uh, there's sports stores that ship, and I you know just can't get out there. Local sports stores, and I need something, they ship. They offer free shipping. Uh, instead of going there, I know what I want. I place the order, and it ships to me in a few days. And so I think even ordering locally and for local shipping, uh, that's a, a pretty standard practice these days. So and I want to wrap it up with. You know, some some people listening to this might say, "Well, well, John, you're kind of a Google suck up. You're often talking about sticking with the spirit of the Google search algo and and staying within the Google terms of service and all that." And it and it is true because I found in the long run that basically complying with Google search tends to work out best in the long run. It might be slower. I'm I may be giving up traffic. I may be giving up rankings with with some of this, but I. When I when I got started online, I I did a lot of link building that were not within the terms of service Google. I got hammered with the first Google Penguin penalty rollout many years ago. That was in 2012. And so I learned. I learned that, yeah, it worked really, really well, and it was great, and it did help me get my start. But it, it basically, that Google Penguin rollout basically hit the reset button for me. And I don't, I don't really want to hit a reset button again at this point. I've, I've built up a, a white hat fleet of sites, and they're growing slowly. It, it is slow. This business is slow. And that's okay. But I'm pretty confident that they're pretty solid. And that doesn't mean I'm, I'm not vulnerable to updates. In fact, in November 2019, I, I lost 15% of traffic on my biggest niche site as an update. It wasn't a penalty. It was an adjustment in the algo, which just happened to uh, affect uh, a good number of, of some of my rankings. Uh, my traffic didn't disappear. It's not like my site got de-indexed or you know, all my search terms went down to the 10th page of Google. It was just a slight adjustment which resulted in 15% drop in traffic. So the site's totally good. I don't like it. I, I, I don't like traffic drops at all, but I think this is part of business. But generally for me, just trying to do my best to stick with what, what Google suggests is good for search is, is a good practice if you want to build a long-term niche site business, online publishing business. Uh, it's, it's been working for me for years. I had to learn the hard way. Hopefully, if, if you're getting started, you don't have to learn the hard way and have a big reset like I did. Thanks for listening.